I've made like 10 or 15 episodes since my last one, but I didn't really like any of them. Um, so I'm just going to start fresh today and dive into being labeled a mean girl. If you're anything like me you're and you're an alpha female or sigma female, either one, um, you're more than likely very outgoing and extroverted when it comes to socializing. But when you need time to recharge, you become an introvert and you kind of recluse to yourself. And um, I'm also very reactive when it comes to people I love. I'm protective and I don't let anyone mess with people that, you know, matter to me and that I care about. Um, you can mess with me all day. You can say anything you want about me, do whatever. Um, anyways, I was interrupted. Um, you can say whatever you want about me or do whatever, but when it comes to people that I care about, it's not going to fly. And sometimes people will take your reactions and, you know, make it your whole personality and they will label you as one thing just because of one reaction you gave them. Even though, you know, every person has, you know, multiple sides to them, you know, that anything that makes you mad and reactive, I mean, that doesn't mean that's your whole personality. So, for example, if someone, you know, is bullying one of your friends and you stand up for your friend, that doesn't make you an angry person just because you go off on somebody and tell them off for making fun of your friend. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so... That's how I am, and I keep seeing people say things like, work on saying, I'm willing to change that about myself, rather than saying, that's just how I am. Well, in some aspects, yes, you should always work on yourself, but I'm not willing to work on myself to a point where I become a doormat for anyone to say and do whatever they want to me or my family and my friends. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. And I'm not willing to work on being a doormat and accept people into my life that group up against me and make me out to be something that I'm not. I'm not willing to do that. And that is how I am. I will remove myself from your life and we will never have to speak again. And there's no bad energy there. You know, I wish you the best. And I hope everything works out for you in your life and you get everything you want, but um, I'm not going to be a part of it and you're not going to be a part of mine. So that's how I look at it. Um, I'm not willing to work on that about myself because I'm happy and peaceful and anything that disrupts my peace um, has to be removed from my life abruptly like I'm not gonna tolerate it um, and I don't bring disruption to other people's lives so that's why I don't tolerate it in mine yes there's chaos in my life like anybody else's life 
everyone's going to have drama and chaos, but I'm not going to put that on someone else to take care of, you know, I'm, I'm going to handle my, my stuff myself. And, um, if someone comes along that wants to help me, of course I will let someone help me, but I'm not going to unload all of my drama in someone else's life and expect them to take on all of my problems, basically. So that's why I become a recluse for the most part when I'm um, being more introverted. And I just want to say that if you're like that, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's normal to feel emotions when you go through those recluse moments when you're in your introvert stage. Um, you might have a lot of emotions when it comes to, you know, things that have hurt you or people that have done things to you. Um, and it's okay to feel those emotions, but you, as long as you don't act on them and you just let them go, um, find ways to journal, look up Bible verses, um, look up different quotes that, you know, help with that sort of thing. Um, that's just from my experience of what I've had to do for myself when I'm going through all the motions because I can't afford therapy. So that's my therapy. And this basically is like a journal for me pretty much because I'm just spilling all of my thoughts on a voice memo on my iPhone. And that's another thing like, um, this is not me trying to be like something huge or something big. Like I'm literally using my iPhone, making a voice memo and uploading it on a podcast um, for anyone that wants to listen that, you know, might find help in it. Um, my only goal is to just help anyone that I can, you know, that might feel like they're alone or might feel like they don't know what's next. Um, it's been kind of a weird week for me because that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't know what's next because I just cleaned out my office and my lease ended for my business office. So, um, I mean, I still have the address and the mailbox, but I don't have the actual office space anymore. Um, so it kind of feels like something got taken away from me, but I always look at it as when something's being taken away, there's something coming that's, you know, better. And you should always look at everything with hope. Um, when it comes to anything being taken away from you or taken out of your life, um, look at it as a way to find what's coming next and what's coming next will be for you. And I've seen a lot of um, family losses lately and it's sad, you know, um, when you, you don't really know what to say 
for people that are, you know, losing friends and family. Um, it's pretty much like you have to look at it as a way that they would want you to continue to be happy because their spirit, you know, depends on your happiness. Um, and you want to live life in a way that as if they were still with you. Um, because that's when you see your loved ones around you is when you just reflect on all the good times you shared and, you know, all of the things that they loved and that you shared together. Um, when you look around, you, you will start to see them in spirit, like, My grandmother loved hummingbirds and butterflies and, you know, when I just sit in nature and reflect and see hummingbirds, I always think of her and, um, there's a lot of friends of mine that have passed that, you know, I see them too and I know it's hard to do that at first because you are so sad and distraught, but, um, that's something that helps me, and that, I got kind of off track from the point of this episode, because this whole episode is really about being labeled a mean girl, um, you can't label someone a mean girl that is constantly, you know, um, labeled a mean girl, because at, at what point do you realize that it's bullying to just make everyone hate one person because they're quote unquote a mean girl. Um, I don't know. That's just how I view it. Um, yeah, I can be mean. So what? Anybody can be mean. That's part of nature. De bears shit in woods. They do. So, and rattlesnakes bite. So, I mean, kittens bite, puppies bite, puppies growl. There's a little bit of mean in everybody. So, you can't take one scenario or one situation where I was mean to you and label me a mean girl. Life doesn't work that way, and you don't get your way and get on top of someone else just by calling them mean. Um... At some point, you have to get over yourself and realize, like, some some things that people are telling you are just the truth, and you're bothered by it because you don't want to hear the truth, because you don't want to face yourself in the mirror and see the things that you are. Um, so, you project that onto someone else, and that's what I'm here for, to help you see that, you know, you've got to, at some point, self-reflect, and um, you can't just keep calling everyone around you mean and telling everyone else around you to do the work when you're not even looking in the mirror yourself. Like, I will literally talk to myself in the mirror every day. Um, I journal. 
I reflect. I take all kinds of personality tests to see what kind of personality I am. I I look at others' personalities. I ask them to take personality tests because I want to see how we are compatible. I want to see how we should communicate with each other to make sure we have a sufficient dialogue that we're understanding each other because at the end of the day, that's what everybody wants is just understanding. When there's conflict, it's just a breach of understanding. And when you're the only one trying to find understanding and you're communicating with someone that just wants to find the faults so they can get above you or so that they can kick you down while you're already down, um, that person is who is the, is the problem because you can't call someone a problem if they're just trying to find understanding and a resolve. Um, I'm sorry, but not sorry. Life doesn't work that way. And sometimes it does when you're corrupt. If you want to continue to be corrupt, be corrupt. There are people out there that are successful and corrupt, but when you're genuine and wanting to find understanding you can win that way too um it's kind of a matter of the turtle versus the hare and if you want to be the turtle sometimes you're going to deal with some corrupt people that yeah they'll get on top of you and they look really nice and really great but at the end of the day their lies will be shown eventually And you're going to come out on top because the turtle always wins. Okay? He does. And I'm not calling everybody that's a rabbit corrupt. Because sometimes people just are really fast and efficient and also genuine. um, And that's okay. But you also, you know, those are the people you've got to be checking for your mistakes and making sure that you're not making any reckless moves that you know might cost you later um I'm just the kind of person I have to reflect and look and monitor every move I make because if I don't um it will drive me crazy like I I cross my t's and dot my i's and that's how I live my life (laughs) Um, Not everybody does that. That's the people that have assistants to do that for them. But um, I can't afford an assistant, and I can't afford to hire anyone to help me right now. But um, that's why I make sure to do that myself because it is very easy to tear someone down if they're not crossing their T's and dotting their I's. Um, And that's one thing I do. And I will not stop. And I will not work on that about myself. I do a lot of self-work daily. And I basically have a meditation each morning. And um, I work from home. So I am by myself a lot. So you can't tell me to self-reflect any more than I already do. Okay? Um, Maybe if if you want to keep telling someone that, maybe you're the one that needs to be doing some self-reflecting. Um... And that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not sitting here telling everybody that they need to do the work. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people like me that do the same things. And those are the kind of people that I want in my circle. 
but there's a lot of people that I know that don't do these things and could benefit from them. Um, that's all that this is for. And, you know, I've been at a place where I felt alone and I felt like nobody understood me. And that's just what this is for is to, you know, let any single moms know that if you feel alone and if you're running a business and you're, you feel lost, like I'm here and I'm with you. We're on the, we're on this journey together and you know, it's not always your choice to be a single mom running a business. You know, sometimes you just can't find the right person because they're the dating world out there is insane. Like nobody wants to be a husband. Nobody wants to commit that's in the dating pool right now. And if they do want to be a husband and commit, they want to control you and put, you know, things on you that aren't yours to carry and you know I'm okay with sharing a load and helping you with a load but you can't put all of your stuff on me and then call me the problem um that's when I don't you know that's when I'm not gonna involve myself in the relationship because you know you can't judge me for something that you're you've done and then call me the problem um again life just doesn't work that way but what I have found when people do those things and people say these things they eventually always when they do start self-reflecting and they start becoming self-aware um they'll come back around and they'll apologize and they'll say, I'm so sorry. You, you know, you said a lot of things that were truth that I didn't see at the time, but, um, I see it now and nothing you've ever said or done was ever to hurt me or to harm me, but it was always for my good and my benefit. And that's just what I've found in my past when things like that have happened. And, um, that's just, that is how life works. Um, because when you are someone that is very meticulous and careful with your thoughts and careful with your words, and you know the truth of who you are, you never lose a friendship or a relationship. People lose you and they always come back. Um, because they realize, like, you never really were trying to hurt them or harm them. And they realize that down the road. But sometimes they just don't want to admit it. And they'll leave it, you know, burnt. They won't try to mend that bridge. And that's fine, too. You don't need those kinds of people in your life anyways. Um... When someone labels you as someone who's mean just because you give them the truth, even if it's the hard truth, you know, let them think whatever they want because you know the truth of who you are and you know what you're trying to do for them and 
that's the story of a villain. If you're in your villain era, sometimes your villain era just looks like boundaries and standing up for yourself. And if that's you, I'm with you. Y'all have a good one. That wraps up this episode.